Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Life Next Level podcast. I am Jay. And I'm Ethan. All right. We tried on a new intro there. Let us know what you guys think. I think it worked out well. What did you think, Ethan? I thought it was incredibly seamless. That seemed practical. (laughs) All right. Something to keep going with. We can keep building off that. Yeah. One day we'll have an actual podcast. It won't just be us talking back and forth. It'll be all structured. Perfect. Perfect. Segments. Segments and different intro music and <laughs> yeah, we do have to do that for sure because I was listening to it the other day and it doesn't really match what's happening anymore. <laughs> it matches what I thought was going to happen, but <laughs> I mean it's yeah. not totally off base, but I don't it's know. It's some random. That's funny. Yeah, whatever. Music is good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's on you. You said you were going to throw some music together and you were going to put like. Get it, get us one going. So let's do it. You know, uh, I played trombone in high school, so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll come out, come out of left field and record a nice trombone solo. I would, I would love that. Should I sing with it? Let's yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I can't sing, but yeah. Um, my buddy, my buddy there, uh, he plays the ukulele pretty well. So really, I so mean, maybe we could do like a ukulele trombone special. Looks to like introduce us. Good. Getting the band back together. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, he's supposed to be joining on a, on a podcast really soon. He's just been really busy, but he does. Uh, his name's Eric, and he does. He does, dude. He does voiceover. So right when I left Minneapolis, he started doing, um, like voiceovers of, for commercials and stuff. So he has like a couple of national commercials for Cheerios and <laughs> crap really? like that. He has. It's. It's like Hollywood. He has he has an agent. He can't do stuff without his say so because he was going to do an inter- introduction to this podcast. Oh. He's like, I don't know if I can. I have to talk to my agent. <laughs> crazy. crazy. That is crazy. That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah, so. It's pretty, it's pretty fun though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, so what have you been up to, dude? It's been a little bit. Yeah, man. Just uh, what have we been up to? Um, uh. I think we're gonna move soon. I'm not exactly sure what uh, what the sitch will be with that. We we might end up just moving uh, above ourselves right now, where there's a unit. <laughs> so we might just make the move ten feet up uh, into the air. Ooh, and, you guys uh, get wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the penthouse. Uh, but yeah, no. So it's been fun to think about that, and you know, doing whatever else. But been dabbling playing with some cryptocurrency that's pretty fun so yeah that's interesting i've i've been looking into it i have a friend in um in hong kong and she wants to teach me so bad i'm just like ah it's just so much like i am already studying and taking classes about so like i'm just trying to learn i I started investing on my own um then i have an ameritrade i just did an ameritrade account and i look for like like good deals 
maybe. Yeah. And I try to buy in and try to figure out how long I'll keep it and when I can sell it. So I just started doing that about a couple months ago and that's already uh, blowing my mind. So <laughs> but yeah. I, but I have been looking into cryptocurrency. Like she set me up an account and everything. And I'm just like, ah, it's crazy. Oh. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's hard to learn. There's so much to learn, but it's the, it, I don't know, man, it's the future. It's like, it's like the internet oh. in 1995 coming yeah. up on 2000, you know, it's about to blow up. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so interesting. It really is. I mean, not to, not to dive too deep into this, but I met someone the other day and they were doing, they sell like clips of, they don't only do it in basketball, I think right now, but clips of players like online. So it's like almost basketball cards, but it's clips of players. And then you own that clip. Like nobody else can own that clip and they go for a lot of money. It's very bizarre. Yeah. That, is that crypto uh, crypto? Is that an NFT or I think it's an NFT. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And, yeah. All of it. NFTs. I really don't know much about them, but, but oh. besides that, like there are some crazy ones that people make that go for like, I, it's, it's just, it's so new and yeah. there's so much promise to the technology, but it's really like, the wild west and like so you don't know what's good what's not and you can figure it out you know but like there's all that but just the fact that it's so new it's like literally like yeah just like a un uh, you know it's touched it's definitely there's all kinds of people in it but it's still like a pretty untouched gold mine you know like I mean, it's just it's i can't i can't wrap my brain around it i know it's the future and it makes sense but like i can't own something that's an online i don't know i i just i can't yeah, but this guy makes pretty good money off of the basketball thing, and he's like, he's like, I'm not even into basketball. I'll watch a game, and then whoever's the MVP, I'll go buy their whatever it's called right yeah. away. And usually within two weeks, it's at least tripled in price, and then I can oh. sell it for that. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah, like, just so do awesome. it, just do that. Watch a game and get the MVP and do it. And I'm like, I was looking into it, and I was just like, I, I have to, I just, I have to understand something before I do it. I can't just yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot to understand. It's wild, but it's like, you know, and one here, one thing that I've almost like is the most fun that is Bitcoin is like the main, you know, and that's like the most secure blockchain because it's been around the longest and whatever. And yeah. yada, yada. Uh, but uh, the person who came up with it, uh, nobody knows who it is. They know their name, uh, but it's, a mis- it, you don't know. We really knows who it is. And there's some people who have, like, said there's people who, you know, like are cited, uh, with as working with them and whatever, but uh, it's still a pretty like mysterious scenario. And uh, yeah, you know, and I mean, Bitcoin is worth $60,000, you know, like, like, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's wild. Yeah. How about data mining? I mean, not to go down this rabbit hole, we could talk about this forever, but yeah. like data mining, I almost bought a whole setup to just data mine. Cause I knew a couple people that did it. I was just like, I, they don't do anything. Once it's set up, you just, I don't get it though. <laughs> yeah, for for crypto too. You mean you, you're yeah, talking about yeah. That. yeah? No, well that too. That's crazy because like you you can't even really mine Bitcoin anymore because it's well if, if from like our position, uh, you can you that's how it works. You still mine it, but like people like us and whatever, uh, because like as soon as basically the the you have to buy the top of the top. They're called ASICs or whatever. But in order to be able to even compete, 
And so like yeah. it used to be, you could just use like a graphics processing, you know, GPU, whatever card, and then, uh, and get a few of them and then do it. But that got beat out by all kinds of technology. And so it's like, but you can still do it for other ones. And another thing that's super interesting is like staking. You can like stake some crypto and that's like how you can get like passive income. Cause, uh, uh, I still don't really understand it a lot, but, uh, yeah, it's just super, you, I don't know, dude, it's like, I don't even know. It's there's so much to it. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I just have to know more. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, not to go down that rabbit hole because that is not our topic for the day, yeah, another day. <laughs> um, but it's very interesting nonetheless. So yeah. hopefully nobody tuned out because they're like, why are they talking about crypto? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, our topic though is, and, and I didn't know exactly how to put this into words, but what, Weird thing do you do or do you avoid, sorry, do you avoid to feel better? Um, and this is very broad, but what, I'm, what we're kind of trying to get at is, is what do you do that mostly or what don't you do that most everyone else does? So it kind of makes it weird or, or you to be in the minority to feel better during the day or about yourself or whatever it may be. So it is still pretty broad, but that's kind of what we're going for. So uh, do you think that's understandable? Ethan, like for, okay. I didn't, I wasn't really sure how we should say that, but, um, so Ethan, I'm going to let you go first, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, what do I avoid doing that I, that to feel better that, uh, yeah, I think everybody else does do. Uh, I think, so it's, it's almost like a little cliche, cliched, uh, but cliches tend to be so annoying because they're often true, right? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, cliches are usually true. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, I, uh, and and the other thing is that I'm really not very good at doing this. Like I do it a lot. I, I'm, I'm really not good at avoiding doing what I'm going to say, but uh, but I try to. Um, but basically, it's just uh, imagining things negatively. Uh, w- but I'm really trying to like specifically just talk about like the literal process of imagining stuff. Uh, is really what I mean. Cause like basically, uh, you know, I, the, the, the precursor or like the, what I want to preface it with is that my, uh, wife was reading this book and it was super cool. Uh, and, and basically this guy was talking about how, um, you know, like imagination is what we use to like inform and like teach our subconscious. And, I think that's super interesting because I definitely don't ever think about it like that. And I think we're imagining things all the time. All, you know, you can't stop thinking. And so we're imagining stuff always. And I think it's really easy, super easy to just not really notice um, like the way that we're imagining something. But if I really think about it, like it'll be, I'll notice it being challenging to imagine something in the way that I want it to go. But like, so to really, like thinking about all these thoughts was bringing me to this notion that I think a lot of times that we learn to like set the cap on our imagination based on what our expectations are, uh, based on the experiences that we've had. And I think that it can equally work the other way. And it would be good to teach ourselves to set the cap on our expectations with our imagination. So just the flip of that, you know what I mean? So like, um, does that make sense? Take the cap off of our, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the thing. And it, but even in that regard, like, I think a lot of times that is what will start to almost make me perceiving that I'm taking the cap off and can imagine anything will slow me down because, uh, because I'll, you know, um, that's what will like almost give me an anxiety is, is picturing so many things. And so like basically just, but, but to your point, exactly. Like just, you know, remembering that you don't have to have a cap on your imagination, but that there probably is one because of what your expectations are. Yeah. So that's interesting. So number one, um, what is that book? Do you know? Uh, I have to look. Or at least, at least let me know. I have to put it in the show notes. It, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we, we've, we've talked about this before in a different context, though. Um, yeah. And, and I bring this, I brought this up at least twice in podcasts. I don't know if they're out there yet because it's kind of a mishmash of what goes out when it's <laughs> scheduled. But um, Maxwell Maltz has this book called Psycho-Cybernetics. Uh-huh. And he talks often about how your you, your brain can't tell reality from imagined reality. And so when you're thinking about the negatives of what could possibly happen when things go wrong, you start to act as if things are going wrong. There was a, he, he refers to it, and I've heard about it before. There was this experiment done with... And I'm probably going to slaughter this, but there was three sets of, of, of college basketball players. And they did uh, one set, actually went out and shot free throws. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a little example of me shoot, shooting free throws, which is why you know that I'm not a basketball player, Ethan. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they actually, every day for, I, I want to say, and I'm just throwing this out there, I'm spitballing, but every day for 30 minutes, they would shoot free throws. Then there was another group of basketball players that did nothing, not a thing. And then there was another group that every day for 30 minutes, they, in their mind, they shot free throws. And after 30 days, it was something crazy. Like the, 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 the group that didn't do anything didn't get better. The group that actually shot free throws got like, I don't know, like 30% better. And the group that just imagined it every day, like they didn't even do the motions; they just imagined it got like twenty eight percent better. Yeah, it was it was a crazy experiment. So, I mean, and I think there's other experiments like that, but really, what it what it showed was like just picturing doing things over and over gives you a really good result or a very similar result as right. doing it every day. And so, um, I mean, I think even in, when we were going to school for personal training, they would say. Uh, who, who, uh, I can't remember her teacher's name. She was great, actually, but I can't think of her name. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who can I? Huh? Katie? Katie. Katie. Yeah, Katie. And uh, she was saying, like, if you imagine a lot of times, close your eyes, and before you do some reps, imagine doing reps. It helps you to be able to push up more weight. It's just like the mental aspect of it, like, helps your body get ready for it. I mean, it's pretty crazy what what you can do mentally. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So the big thing was like the big takeaway is really that your imagined reality isn't much different from your actual reality as far as your brain is concerned. And so and so we always sit around thinking about the negatives of everything we're doing and what could possibly go wrong. We have this worst case scenario uh, issue. You know, we always play that worst case scenario game with ourselves and we never play the best case scenario game. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think absolutely that there's something there that is almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That's when we think it's going to be bad, we act like it's already bad. And then it just, it just spirals that way, you know? Right. Well, so there's definitely so, something there. Yeah. And it's just so uh, sneaky, I think, is like the real like crux of it is I just think, you know, like basically, like you said, like you can improve at something just by imagining it. And so knowing that you can change how you do something just by imagining it, but then also remembering like we're all we're always imagining. We're always, you know, like we told, you know, to function, we just have to. And so like um, I think it's easy to underestimate you know, like the, the repetition or the frequency, like it's easy to underestimate how much energy you end up putting towards something that you don't want to have happen, you know, but you're just trying to look at it so much to like see all the nuance and figure out how to avoid it and do whatever. So I feel like it really, really makes sense. Why? But then it's just like being able to make that little, little jump to be like, I could literally be thinking about anything right now, you know, uh, like, but also to the, to the, to the, you know, just even you're mimicking the bench press and thinking about doing the movement, but even like, you know, uh, thinking about a muscle just in general, but literally like picturing or thinking about your glute when you do a glute bridge will totally help to, use it as opposed to your hamstring a little bit further south, right? Like, like, cause that's usually what happens is that that's going to take over. And so I just think it's really interesting. There's a ton of times where like, you know, I'll be like, do you feel if I'm, yeah, if I'm training and a person is doing a glute bridge, I'll be like, do you feel this in your glutes? And, uh, and they may be like, uh, no, I don't think so. And I'll be like, you actually have to consciously think about your butt muscle. And if you do, that will help. And, uh, and it's true, you know, like it's super, it's super true. There's just like another level of connection to the things that you want to do that exists in your well, mind. What was the first thing that we learned as a, as in NASM, which is why I love the NASM program, because the first thing that you learn, you have to train your brain because all of our connections in our body. I mean, so it doesn't seem like it. you don't think about the bench press as, as a brain thing, but everything you do right or wrong, it's all connected in your brain. Yeah. It goes to your muscles, your joints, everything that you do. So, yeah, you know, it, it, exactly. it does make sense, even though you would never think about it when you're working out. Yeah. You know, if you didn't know. Um, right. Right. But but for, for a little like a little a little history, because you're right, we're always thinking about the future. The problem is and we don't even want to. And the problem is, is that we're always thinking poorly about the future. And what it is, it's just it's just like scientifically or historically, however you want to look at it, it's our brains looking out for us because, you know, there was a time, you know, with, with, we evolutionized and we were back in this, we, we evolutionized so fast, but we're still, our brains are still back in this safari where when we are going to acquire food for our family, a tiger could jump out at us. So we had to think about all the bad that could happen to protect ourselves. Yeah. And, um, that still is what happens. <laughs> so yeah. that's why we always think about the worst case scenarios because we're, they're just, it's just trying to protect us. But that also hinders us because that makes us not go for opportunities because we're scared of what could possibly happen. And, and yeah. you know, it makes us give up too soon because it's like, well, what if it doesn't work? And then I look like an idiot and whatever. Um, and, and, and even if you want to go historically looking like an idiot, it sounds stupid now, but that was like, it could get you kicked, kicked out of a tribe a thousand years ago or however long. Today, you know? today, you know, like well, I mean, it can get, get you kicked out of 
like I, it can get you kicked out of like a group of, yeah. or, I guess it would be a tribe, but before it could get you kicked out of a tribe and then you're on your own in the, in the safari <laughs> and your host, you're done at yeah. that point, you know? So there's a very real reason that we, that we are scared to go on stage and look like an idiot. Yeah. Even though like, it's like, who cares what you look like? Like it was, so you fail, you, you spill milk on your face and you go off and you live another day, but that's not always how it was. Yeah. So that's why we we feel like that. Anyway, this got this got pretty deep, but it's very a very interesting conversation. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's really interesting. I feel like I hear that a lot too. About you know, it makes a lot of sense. You know, the idea of like these you know things, these past things that we've learned. You know, you, you whatever. I feel like it's common. You picture a lion. People talk about like we used to, we we learned to be afraid of of lions. There are no more lions anymore. You know, like or there are right, but we're not getting hunted by them. Whatever. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, but I think there really is something too, too, like, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, that, that, you know, we're aware of the nuance of like how we'll get judged now too. Like how we'll, we'll experience potential negative effects relative to our time in our environment. And so maybe we won't get eaten by something, but maybe if we do something that makes us look stupid, you know, we'll get less attention from the people that, you know, we, we hope to get attention from or whatever. And so it's interesting just like that. Yeah. Basically long story short, your brain is always trying to figure out for you how, you can be in the best position that it thinks you want to be, but that is where it'll, it'll keep running that process until it burns out the circuit if you don't kind of jump in there, you know? Well, it's important to understand that that's never going to stop. It's trying to protect you, you know? It's trying to protect you from the dangers that are out there. And in, in, in the dangers aren't as dangerous anymore, but it's still trying to protect you from that. Yeah. And uh, so that's not going to go away. You just have to learn to work with it, you know, like say, hey, thank you for protecting me. But now I'm going to think this way. And, yeah. you know, when you catch yourself doing it and then think positively about the future. Think about a successful future, because like as much as a, a, a few a, something that doesn't work out like a failure, like you're trying something new, you're tr- starting a business as much as your negative thinking helps you to fail or causes you to fail. Positive thinking, if you can do it every day, will cause you to succeed or help you to succeed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but totally, you know, bringing it because it did stay on topic because I do when I do successfully avoid that negative imagination process, I I do feel better. <laughs> so, you know, like, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. There's something to it. I mean, when I when I beat myself up, I walk around in self-doubt and it's like I don't make eye contact with people I, I because I've read these books. Like, I know what's happening and it still doesn't. Sometimes you just have those days and. I walk around in self-doubt and I'm not the same person. I'm yeah. not smiling at other people. I avert their eyes, their gaze, you know, I look at, I look away. Whereas when I'm happy, I'm smiling at people. I'm saying, hi, how are you doing? And it's just a totally different me. And if you don't, if you don't think that just even that, like being a happier and more positive person, be, uh, on the, if you're happy and more positive, better things are going to happen than if you're more negative um, on the opposite end of the spectrum. And typically the happier, more positive person are going to succeed more than the ne- more negative person. It's just, it's yeah. just how it is. And, uh, like when people say people have luck, it's literally because they're more positive and they're, they're on this, like they're accepting of the things that come their way. Yeah. And the people that don't have luck, luck could pass them right in the face, but they're in a bad mood or they're whatever. So they don't even see it. You know? Yeah. 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 For sure. It totally is that seeing it part that you mentioned, you know, yeah. like 
is that the more positivity, the more the wider your aperture is, <laughs> you know, of being able to see the stuff as compared to, uh, yeah, the little pinhole you're looking through when uh, when things are looking rough to you, you know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally think you create your own luck in that aspect. Sometimes luck just happens, but it's a, a, a lot of times the people that get quote unquote lucky, they're 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 open to it. They are more positive, and they're just like, "This stuff's going to work out for me," and it, and it does. So they're yeah. just more open to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, damn, man, that's uh, no, I feel I, I feel like I don't like mine anymore. What is it? What is it, Jay? Say it. Accept it. Accept yourself. <laughs> well, actually, it kind of plays into it well. So mine's a little bit more. It's not quite so deep, but it kind of gets there. Uh, what do I avoid that that most people don't, basically? So to make myself feel better, I, I don't watch the news freaking ever. I hate the news. I can't stand it. It's the most negative thing on the planet. Yeah. And, like, everyone that watches it is never in a good mood after they watch it. I don't even watch it for the weather, man. Just, like, whatever happens outside, I'll deal with it at that time. Um. And I think that kind of goes to a little bit what we we're talking about anyway, because we love negative news as like a species. We love it. And that's why all news is negative. Um, there's that there's that stupid quote, which I hate, but it's very true. If it bleeds, it leads. Um, I've listened to this uh, this guy. He does a podcast now. and I can't remember. It's a very popular one. It's been around for a while. He used to be on a big news station. And he's like, I had to quit. Like, there's a helicopter crash, and everyone needs to be the first one there. And that first news station that's there makes so much more money than the other ones. And it's just all about, like, all this bad shit that happens. And everyone wants to be the first one there, and you have to report on it. And you never hear any of the good news, you know? You never hear the good stuff that's going on because there's plenty of it. And uh, so I avoid the news like the plague. I can't. I can't. I I haven't. I mean, it's been at least five years since I've turned on any news ever yeah. or went to CNN or went, went to MSNBC. I don't go to it. I, I don't like it. So I avoid the hell out of it. Yeah. Well, and like, I think, uh, yeah, I think the one thing that's interesting of how it does, you know, uh, it's interesting to pay attention to, like, I feel that a person's reason for watching the news, right? like is under the purview of staying informed, which is good. And that's great. But then like the idea of that, a lot of times like that, what bleeds leads statement in terms of like, you know, you see something that looks gruesome like that or whatever, and your brain's going to immediately imagine, you know, like that. And, uh, and specifically, like I'm just saying, uh, you know, we're always looking out for what we have to look out for. And so, you know, you're going to imagine, you know, the, the news wants to, um, yeah, you know, uh, play into that and, uh, and say, Oh, you better, you know, like you better be aware of this. So it doesn't happen to you, you know, like, and then you start yeah. to imagine it happening to you and like, you know, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you nailed it. Actually, yeah. you nailed it because I, I looked it up because I'm like, why do we all watch the news so much? Why? Uh, here's another question. Why does when you're on a two, two, two lane highway or sorry, like separated highway where there's two lanes over here and two lanes over here and they're separated. Why is the other side where the accident doesn't even happen? Why are they backed up? Because of the Gawker slowdown, right? Same reason as the news. Like you're, you're, we're, um, we're wired 
to look for what happened, to look for the bad things that happened so we can learn from it so it doesn't happen to us. Yeah. You know, which makes sense. It's like that's the great thing about what we can do as humans in the communication that we can have and how we can think is that like that's why we love stories so much. Right. Like um, because back in tribal days, for example, somebody got away from a line. So you sit around a campfire and they're like, how did you get away from a line? And then they tell the story and we just think it's an engaging story, but we're learning from it. We yeah. learn from it. So the next time we see a line, we're like, oh, I'm going to do what that guy did. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's getting very deep into it. But that's really why we are so addicted to the news. And that's why the news always shows bad news. <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's not, I mean, yes, it is to keep informed. So maybe I'm not informed about everything, but I like the important stuff I still learn and understand about. It, and if I want to look into it more, I'll look into it more. Right. Um, so I still hear about it, but you know, I had this, I had this girlfriend and, and her, she would watch the news 24 seven and she would call me at 9am after she got to work and already be pissed because of things that are happening in the world. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, it sucks. And then she would get mad at me for not like, I'm like, well, I mean, I could look at something to ruin my day every day and it would ruin my day. But what is the purpose of that? You know, like I can't be myself if my, if I'm depressed all day, every day, yeah. that's what would happen. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to poo poo stuff that happens to people, but I mean, if we just walked around depressed about all the bad shit that happens in the world every day, that's what good are we, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's good stuff that happens all the time too, but we never hear about it because there's not a there's not a news network, there's not a TV network that does that. Although I've had it in the back of my mind that we should create one, I just don't know how to do it, and probably no one will watch it. But. Yeah. Well, and the thing too, you know, because yeah, because I, I I think it's a balance, you know. Like I think I think there's a lot of stuff that you know that yeah that does continue on or is easier more easily propagated because of a scenario where people are just unaware of it you know and so like to that point you know that is where it's like yeah it's you know um like i I think it's easy to turn a blind eye to stuff too sometimes you know and be like oh i don't want to be sad so i'm gonna ignore this thing you know which is like which is a balance i do think because i think that like to your to your point you know like um if you're just doing that all day, like you're not, you aren't going to get anywhere. You're not going to be able to get anywhere. But I think if you, if you can, you know, work something out where a person is able to pay attention, but that's where I was going to say that it's funny because these days the news, you know, it like the news used to mean, you know, one thing, like these few channels that you can look at. And now, you know, like the news is like, news is everywhere. You basically, that's what I'm saying is that I also, you know, I never watch, like network news or whatever anymore either because you can you know tailor what you learn about you know so much more with the internet and whatever you know you can look up the stuff that 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 feels important and you can cross-reference stuff how you want but you can take that on um oneself you know and so yeah i think it really really truly though is like easy to get stuck in a scenario where um you get so bogged down by all the stuff that you, that you get to a point where you aren't effectual anymore, you know? I mean, okay. So, and where does it end? Right? Like, so people get mad at me because I don't watch the news sometimes. And I mean, that's my conscious choice. I'm not trying to be ignorant of stuff. I know bad stuff's happening and in things that affect me or my family or my friends, I try to keep in tune with, but 
where does it end? Like, you know, uh, people get down on me and I'm like, well, what about the war in Cambodia? Well, that doesn't affect me, that they would say. And I'm like, well, it affects me. You know, like I have, I have friends in Cambodia and a friend that I talked to about that war, like his family's still stuck there and he's in Thailand actually right now. And so I talked to him about it, but I'm not going to watch like, like where does it end? There's bad news everywhere. So is it just like, so where, like, is it just the area that you're from or is it the bad news all over the world? Cause I mean, it was just, there's just bad news everywhere. And so yeah. where does it end? Where do you stop? Yeah. Yeah. You know? well, that's and, like, yeah, but the, there's good news everywhere too, and that's never reported on. So, like, where's the good news coming in? At the very least, to balance out the bad news. I'm not just going to watch bad news all the time. It's just it's just pointless to me. It, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I really think that is a you know like a big reason why where really like because because the you know like the referring to the word news in general like refers to you know something that's important to pay attention to as compared to not. And like, you know, you talk about how like there's bad news everywhere, but there's good news everywhere. And like, and that's the thing, like that is, that's why it's so challenging or whatever is because there's just, you know, like, uh, there's news everywhere, you know, <laughs> like all, yeah. all day. it's all sides. It's a, yeah, I don't know if you can say it's an even balance or what, cause I don't know what the metric is, but the point is that it's like, all of it exists. It's all here. And, you know, and so that's where it's like really, you know, same as, um, you know, like, like I could see somebody putting it in terms of like, you know, well, I want to be fit, but what am I going to spend all my time working out? You know? And it's like, well, no, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a balance, you know, you're going to yeah. do some of it and there'll be days where you'll do more and days where you'll do less. And if you get caught up in paying attention to that, like I need to, you know, be this thing now, I need to be fit now, then that's going to really like, that's a tough expectation to meet. Just like if you're like, I need to know everything that's going on so I can be informed enough to fix it all. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. You know, and you just nailed a huge point because most 99.9% .9 of the time we can't do anything about it. <laughs> it's just bad news that we hear. It's not yeah. like we can go out and fix that bad news. Like if there's something that happens in my family or my friends, and I hear about it because I will, right? I can do something to help that situation. How often are you listening to the news that you can do anything to help any situation? You know what I mean? It's just it's just bad news that you hear. Yeah. Mostly. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, too, like, again, you know, it's crazy just how, like, easy it is to, you know, bad news starts to just mean one thing, you know, like, I feel like right now we're kind of, you know, picturing it in terms of just like accidents, basically, you know, or like, you know, these people died here, these people were killed here, you know, or whatever and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and yeah. And so I think it's like that chokehold that the news and news networks do have on stuff in terms of like, you know, make like, there's a perception that we have of what news is in the first place. And like, I think that's the, you know, the the point but i think the other point too to, you know to your point is that or well i don't know if it's to your point or whatever but i think um to your defense you know if you want to talk <laughs> thank people, you buddy <laughs> yeah if you want to talk about people you know coming down on you for whatever you know I, I think that as long as a person is attempting to like uh be connected and empathetic you know like that's all that matters so i feel like it's a it's a tragedy if you know a person 
is unaware of something that's happening that they could affect, you know, in really subtle ways, like doing something differently or whatever. Um, But that's where, like, you don't need the news to be um, able to to attempt to as much as you can be um, helpful and empathetic, you know. And so there are balances. There are totally ways that that can get balanced out, you know. Yep, absolutely. I totally agree. Well, we killed our, our normal runtime, I'm pretty sure, on this one. <laughs> yeah, I wish it showed the time. <laughs> I, I, I don't do a timer anymore, and I should, uh, but I'm pretty sure we slaughtered it. But uh, <laughs> any, any final thoughts, and then we'll, we'll end this thing, because user or uh, listeners are probably like, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're here for the change. Enough already. <laughs> Enjoy the combo. Yeah, no, man. I think that's, that's, you know, that's about it. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Life Next Level podcast. See ya. See ya. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.